Albertsons and a $200 gift card to the Holiday Station Store. Good luck from all of us at ERA Care Realty. We're about more than real estate. We're about family, friendship, and community. Find Atlas Chiropractic at their new location, 41 East Burkett. They're still offering the same great service to all new and existing patients. If you have aches and pains or debilitating back or shoulder conditions, call Dr. Colin Hardy, 672-6000. He can alleviate your pain, reduce your physical stress, and boost and maintain your immune system function. With each adjustment, your central nervous system is supported and strengthened. Call Dr. Hardy, 672-6000. Schedule your appointment with the top chiropractic clinic in Sheridan, Atlas Chiropractic, now at 41 East Burkett. This is Dr. Colin Hardy with Atlas Chiropractic. Be sure to ask us about our new patient specials. Take the first step to a better you. Call 672-6000. That's 672-6000. Your healing begins when you pick up the phone. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. I'm kind of sad. Snowmobile season is coming to an end, but you know what that means. St. Patty's Day? No, I'm talking about spring break for 2024 Ski-Doo and Link Sleds. What's spring break? It's when you can pre-order one of the 2024 models and get an extra year of warranty or $750 worth of parts and accessories for free. I guess it's time to spread the word about spring break. It is. Stop in before March 31st to put your deposit in for your dream machine. Visit Sheridan Power Sports for your spring break needs. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program. Brought to you by First Federal Bank and Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good morning and welcome to Public Pulse. Now, late last summer, Sheridan Memorial Hospital announced the opening of the primary care practice intended to serve patients of all ages in downtown Sheridan at 61 South Gould Street. Medical director for the new primary care practice, Dr. Christopher Schambert, said primary care is not a specific speciality. 
but rather a style of medical practice with a focus on addressing a majority of personal health care needs through long-term relationships with patients and their families and practicing in the context of family and community. With me in the studio this morning are primary care and family medicine doctors, Dr. Emily Denny and Dr. Erica Rinker. Good morning, doctors. How are you? Good. Doing well this morning. Thank you. <laughs> now, it's uh, it's warming up outside. Uh, we were talking about uh, the weather this weekend. Wind was a little rough. <laughs> a little rough. I had to go outside and pick up my shovel more than once. Uh, but uh, now it's just to the point where everything's kind of defrosting and freezing. Yes. Yes. So we're going to see quite possibly... In, in your field, a lot of slip injuries, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. In mud and ice. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mud isn't going to be any better than the ice <laughs> is going to be, right? Well, uh, docs, uh, I'm going to start with you, Dr. Denny. Where did you grow up? I grew up in South Texas. <laughs> South Texas. Wow. Mm-hmm. A bit of a change. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I uh, grew up in urban San Antonio, um, went to med school in North Texas and quickly realized I wanted to explore, you know, this amazing country. And we ended up going to Maine for residency and joined the Air Force and been all over, been in Montana the last five years. San Antonio. I went to a class in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I was there for, I think, maybe five days. Mm-hmm. Uh, learning how to inspect welds. <laughs> but I got to do that boardwalk. What a beautiful community. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty special, fun thing to do. I will say, the Alamo was a little bit smaller than I thought it would be. <laughs> I hear that a lot. Yeah. Still a beautiful historic landmark, but it, I, a little tinier than I thought it would be. Yeah. I pictured Davy Crockett, uh, 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 you know, on some sort of wall somewhere. <laughs> Uh, but it looks more like a little church, doesn't it? Mm-hmm, yeah. Now, growing up in that area, mm-hmm. uh, how did you grow up? Was it was it like a city, urban lifestyle, or were you on the outskirts? I mean, I was on the, the edge of town, So, I, but, I mean, it was just your traditional suburban yeah. childhood. Do you, mm-hmm. do you happen to remember the moment where you knew medicine was going to be the path for you? Um, it was a little bit later for me. It was in college. It was, it was during college and I got to, um, I was kind of starting to explore opportunities and I got to shadow an internal medicine physician one summer and I just, I found it fascinating. So, so you actually had the opportunity when you went into school, did you go in there kind of directionless? And I'm not saying that like, it's a bad thing. I told my daughter to do that. When you go into college, yeah. this is going to give you the opportunity yeah. to explore a bunch of different things. Don't don't set your mind on one thing. You've got time. Mm-hmm. Was that how you approached school at the beginning? Um, I thought I was going to do something in the sciences. I was always that kind of a nerd. but <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we love nerds here. <laughs> um, but I just wasn't sure what the path from there was going to be. Um, and then I got that opportunity and I enjoyed working with you know, patients and, you know, just the pathology and that experience was really interesting to me. So really it was, it, it's about the patients, but also the biology mm-hmm. that yeah. fascinated you. Yeah. And I mean, taking care of the patients was just, and seeing them get better and 
that experience was really, was really neat. So what was it that drove you to the doctor level? I mean, medical doctor, that, that's no small yeah. feat, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's so much focus and dedication. You, and no knock against nurses. Mm-hmm. You could have been a nurse. Um, that's, a, that's a difficult question for me to answer, but uh, I liked um, the relationship you can develop with a patient as a, as a physician. Um, my mother was a nurse and she was pushing me as oh, wow. a doctor. Wow. Um, she, she, so I had that a little bit, um, it had that you could, you could build on the experience that she'd gone through mm-hmm. where she yeah. said, it's great being a nurse, mm-hmm. but let's get you up just a little bit higher in, <laughs> in study and mm-hmm. in practice. Yeah. And, and then at what point did you join the Air Force? Was it before school or after school? Um, I started looking into it when I was in medical school, and I ultimately actually joined in residency, which is the three-year training program you do for your specialty training for family practice after medical school. And so I joined in that time period and um, was in a reserve status sort of and then went active when I completed my residency training. So you're a ma'am. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, what did you do in the service itself? Um, I was a there? family practice physician for an outpatient clinic at Dover Air Force Base. Wow. Um, taking care of, you know, active duty, our military, military families. members, veterans, their family members, um, you know, Establishing whether they were, you know, fit for service and fit for deployment and, you know. So if we look back on that time in your life, Mm -hmm. what would you say that you drew from most uh, from your military experience? Um, I really appreciated the military members that I worked with, their dedication, their willingness to serve. Um, You know, they were just some amazing um, people and they loved the opportunity to travel and, you know, you know, protect this country. And it was, it was really wonderful to see that and take care of the, you know, people who had retired afterwards. And, um, I continue with that appreciation now. Um, the camaraderie, all, mm-hmm, the camaraderie, camaraderie. Mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's great to hear that, like, even at the, the, you know, military physician level, Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's for all of us. Mm-hmm. It? Like once you get out and you look back on that, mm-hmm. you miss the guys and the girls. Yeah, there were, <laughs> At, some, there were some great people. Absolutely. Out of everything, I'll bet I never laughed so hard <laughs> and cried so hard, you know, as yeah. I did when I was in uniform. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the people. So that's great to hear that at your level, that's the same thing that you miss and you draw from. Mm-hmm. I mean, that can give you so much strength. It's mm-hmm. it's just, uh, if you haven't served, it's tough to understand. Dr. Rinker, uh, you've been in here with me before. Yes. Uh, we're going to go over the same thing, I think, because uh, there are some individuals out there who may not know you as well as uh, as well as we would like. So where did you grow up? I grew up in rural Montana. So yeah. the direct opposite end of the country. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I got north and south right here. <laughs> How did you grow up? Was it like a, a, a rural farm community? It was. So our community did not have a stoplight. 
Oh, wow. And so, um, you know, blue collar type ranches, there was a mine near that area. So it was just a good rural experience. You and I grew up very similar. Uh, I grew up in Auburn and we had the Smoky Canyon mine right up the road. Yep. Grew up with a lot of animals in the yard, mm-hmm. uh, but Dad always went up to the mine. Yep, that's that's where he always that that's where the money came from. I guess exactly. you could say. Yeah. Now, do you remember when you felt first felt your inspiration? This medicine is the direction I'm going. You know, similar to Doctor Denny. Actually, I was in college and. Um, I was a microbiology major, but I also was learning Spanish. So I did a travel abroad for about six months in Spain. And I tried to challenge my learning the language. And one of the things that I did when I was there is I volunteered at a local hospital. And they put me on the oncology or the cancer floor. And so patients would be isolated in their rooms And they'd say, well, why don't you go and try to have conversations either with the families in the waiting room or with the patients who are sitting in isolation? And I I learned over time that even though we had this language barrier, we developed these relationships over time through body language and just that common experience. And that's when I knew that, you know what, similar to being back home in Montana, the family physician was Everyone knew who they were. They were a big part of the community, and they built these long-term lasting relationships, even if we didn't all communicate the same way or have the same background. So I think that was the moment where I said, you know, I think medicine is really probably where my heart would lie going forward. Doc, that's heavy. I mean, going over there on a trip, you studied microbiology, which, by the way, no easy feat. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) not at all. Uh, But they put you in the the cancer way. Yeah. Yeah. Let's explore your language skills. That's pretty <laughs> oh, heavy. Yeah, though. it was. It was a great way to learn the language, you know, because a lot of our communication with people is not always through verbal speak, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it was great. So you could also explore the nonverbals and, and by removing that language, we're all human, aren't we? Exactly. And seeing family units. And seeing how it affected patients as they were either going through healing or treatment. And I think that kind of directed me throughout saying, hey, at the end of the day, if I do choose medicine, where do I want to be? And I want to be with families. I want to see how the family unit affects community and health. Yeah. That was kind of a a big moment for me. And those relationships we're going to talk about in a little bit. But they are so important. I mean, we think about... Uh, the doctor going around in the carriage, you know, delivering the babies right there at the house, checking on mom throughout uh, the first couple of months, maybe the first couple of years uh, at that time, and then watching those children grow up and then becoming their doctor and then maybe even delivering their children later on down the line. I mean, that trust, that relationship, Mm -hmm. that they know what's wrong with me. And, and or they will know what's wrong with me because yeah. they were here when I came into this world. <laughs> They'll probably be here when I go out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that that long-term relationship is so important. Do you feel, and, and this is for both of you, do you feel in the modern medicine world, let's 
look at the rest of the nation, not just rural communities, not even just urban areas, but the rest of the nation. Have we lost a connection with that, that relationship? Sorry, nobody said sorry. I would, I would say I, to some degree, probably yes. We're just, you know, we're a very transient culture now. People move. They, you know, will move across country for a job. Yeah. Um, doctors we move to. Um, and it's, you know, and it, it's just it's a hard thing to hold on to um, and keep that sense of community. That's why sometimes these smaller towns are so special because you see that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, those kind of those standing traditions, um, those relationships, you don't, you just don't see that in a big city. And I, I do like how you said we are a transient society anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back in the day, if I got a, a job at the big city, that meant Cheyenne or, or Casper, maybe right. Salt Lake or Billings at the most, you know, we were still in the area, mm-hmm. yeah. but a job at the big city now could take me four or five States away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and you might lose that connection mm-hmm. over time, uh, and so I think I think you're right about that exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we move for lots of reasons, uh, but uh, never really looked at it like that. Now, now, what was the greatest challenge that you faced, Doc, uh, growing up trying to achieve this dream? Once you realized it, once you were in that residency, and you said, you know what? This is where I'm going. This is what I'm going to do. What was the biggest thing that you had to overcome to get where you are today? Heavy question. That is a heavy question. Um, You know, medical school and residency, part of it, I think for anyone, is just endurance um, and just getting through it. I mean, there's just so much information you know, you're having to learn, obtain, hold on to, and then getting through residency, which is, <laughs> you know, a similar experience. And then, you know, with all of the, you know, other things that are going on in life, you know, family health or, you know, relationships. And it just, it just becomes a <laughs> a trial of endurance. Can you, you know, make it through? Can you, you know, succeed and, um, you know, get those goals that you're hoping to obtain, which is, you know, take care of do the best that you can to take care of patients and help them with their goals. But it's just a trial of endurance in my opinion. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So, so really it's, it's the endurance. It's yeah. Delayed gratification. You know, a lot of your peer group that you grew up with, they chose a different path. They're already at home. They've already started their families. They already have a career and you just feel like you're taking each step. For me, I was the first person who, I gone to college in my family. I was the first person who ever pursued a professional degree. And so you don't have other family members or other groups of people who have been through this. So it's, you kind of take on a different lifestyle that you maybe didn't really know how much you'd have to devote, you know, mm-hmm. heart and soul into this to really come out being a great physician. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. A lot of endurance. Yeah. <laughs> So where, who was the rock that you leaned on? Because we all need one, don't yeah, we? Yeah. Especially when you are in the mm-hmm. middle of an endurance race like that. You know, I think probably similar to your military experience, it was the other people that were there with you. You know, your mentors, people who had been through it and could mm-hmm. say, hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. 
hey, it's okay that you're struggling right now um, and that we're all here. We're all going through the same thing. You can do it. And if someone is listening out there right now and they're, and they're doing this mm-hmm. and, and sometimes, and you know how it is, sometimes you're waking up and you're going, my gosh, is this worth it? Can I do this? What would you tell them? I would tell them absolutely it is. Absolutely. You know, a, a lot of medicine is about the relationships and getting up every day and feeling like you really do have a purpose. You really are making a change. Even if there's small changes in someone's life, you're part of that. You know, you're walking with a patient in their journey. It's not necessarily about telling them what to do or how to get there. It's meeting someone where they're at. And there's something beautiful in that. You know, there's something beautiful about having a purpose every day and getting up and doing that grind and that we're all doing it together, even if we're not in the same office. So even our colleagues over at the hospital, right, who are on call, grueling through the night, um, those type of things, you know, we're helping to support them. They're helping to support us. So it's a great network. Having that team, Mm -hmm. you know, that camaraderie, like Mm -hmm. we were talking about before. Absolutely. You don't need to be in the military to achieve that. You can achieve that mm-hmm. outside as well. Mm-hmm. When you've got a team that you can rely on, it means a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and for those who haven't experienced that, I would say experience it, whether it be in competitive sport or whether it be in something, you know, a little more serious like the hospital. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But once everyone does their job and, and you get to do yours, and you watch the results. It's it's amazing to see. It's inspiring. Yeah, Doctor Denny, what would you tell someone who's who's struggling? They're they're doing the grind. They're they're going through it. What would you say? Um, you know, reaching out to colleagues or compatriots if you're really struggling. You know, and uh, you know, do you have a family support? Do you have a spouse support? Um, and finding that goal or that internal you know what is your goal what does this mean to you is there you know do you have a higher purpose for this is you know what um trying to find more meaning and just than just the homework of the day yeah <laughs> you know yeah because um, it can get easy to get lost in the minutia of you know studying about you know the krebs cycle or something right right but you're exactly right sometimes the little thing can become so overwhelming that you lose sight, sight. of the big picture wow yeah wow. yeah uh so yeah don't you lose know, sight of that big picture. picture you know and for me you know my colleagues were support and for me my my husband was a huge support yeah <laughs> i have to give him a lot of credit for that there was so. your rock you just mm-hmm. lean back on that every mm-hmm. now and then yeah it made me laugh and get distracted for a few minutes. <laughs> Sometimes that's very important. Oh, Distractions can be yeah. great. Uh, you know, somebody once told me, it takes a lot of time and a lot of pressure for a piece of coal to become a dime. You know, time yes. and pressure. You yeah. put those two things into just about anything mm-hmm. and it'll shine. All right, more with the Sheridan Memorial Hospital primary care and family medicine physicians when we return. This is Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Dreaming of green grass, sunny days, and long drives right down the middle of the fairway? Well, so are we. It's time to get ready for the 2023 golf season at Kendrick Golf Course. Rates are still extremely reasonable, making Kendrick Sheridan's best golf value. Take advantage of their preseason discounts and save even more. Discounted Pass is now on sale at City Hall or online at SheridanWY.gov through March 31st. The snow will be gone. The grass will be greening up before we know it. So don't miss out. Play golf this season at Kendrick Golf Course. Do you ever use words that you don't know the meaning of just to make yourself sound more photosynthesis? Well, at the Health Nut, you don't have to sound all that smart to feel better about yourself. You can do that at the Healthy Soup, Salad, Sandwich, and Smoothie Bar. And aisle after aisle of healthy supplements to keep you sharp as a centroid. In an organic grocery store that is just as smart. The Health Nut on Sheridan's 5th Street, where you will always leave feeling calculus. Did you know that Sheridan has some of the most advanced surgical technology in the country? Sheridan Memorial Hospital's state-of-the-art Da Vinci Robotics System allows our highly trained team of surgeons to perform above and beyond traditional methods, offering a shorter hospital stay, less pain, and reduced recovery time with a safe, minimally invasive procedure. Learn more at SheridanRoboticsSurgery.com. Sheridan Memorial Hospital, award-winning healthcare right here at home. Is your window having a hard time rolling up and down, slow, getting stuck? Novus Autoglass can replace your window regulators along with windshield replacement and repair. Novus Autoglass is an insurance preferred provider. Any visual impairments, the window doesn't have to be broken. Big or small, we can fix it all. Stop in or call today to make an appointment. In some cases, we can get you in the same day. Novus Autoglass, 347 North Main, 672-0139. It's time to spring into action and bid on the spring into savings online auction at sharedmedia.com. We've got plenty of items for spring cleaning for health and wellness or for just plain fun. Restaurant certificates, retail store certificates for Sheridan and Buffalo restaurants. You can place bids on golf, movie theater passes, dog training, spa certificates, and tons of items for your spring projects. Browse all the items, place your bid, check back. Spring into savings online auction on now at SheridanMedia.com. Good morning and welcome back. To Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am speaking with primary care and family medicine doctors, Emily Denny and Dr. Erica Rinker. With the advances in modern medicine and the availability of specialists, some people may believe the need for a primary care physician has become limited. But has it? If we look back on this, uh, in the first segment, we were talking about the importance of relationships. Now, doctors, and and I'll start with you, uh, Dr. Rinker. What is the role of primary care physicians in today's medical care landscape? 
That's a good question. So as as medicine advances and we learn more and more, um, what can get lost is that relationship and that trust. And so we do know that if you have a primary care provider, healthcare costs are less, not only for the individual, but the community itself. We know that if you have a primary care provider, your life expectancy is actually a little bit longer and part of that is probably having someone who can help you navigate a somewhat complicated system, look out for your interests, having someone to actually go and talk to. Medicine is everywhere. You can find it online. You can do your own research. But sometimes that data just gets too overwhelming. And so having a partner to talk about that and keep things relative really is a big role of being a primary care provider. Yeah. 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 Dr. Denny. Uh, same same question. Do you feel that that is the role of today's, or, or do you have anything to add? Um, I agree with Dr. Rinker. You know, the role of the primary care provider is to kind of be that gatekeeper and that, you know, coordinator for, you know, complex health issues or simple health issues, you know, speaking with specialists, organizing your care. You know, your specialist is only looking at one part of your body, typically in the family practice primary care providers hoping to look at, you know, the whole person and, you know, maybe they're looking at one thing, but what about this other issue over, you know, the other direction? And so, you know, we're trying to look at you as a whole person and not just one little piece. And, you know, I, I just want everyone to know we're not in here, you know, bashing specialists. Absolutely every, not. Every, I need every specialist. <laughs> I love my specialists. They're right. wonderful. But, you know, a specialist, again, has their specialty, you right. know, um, you know, you know, I want my cardiologist looking, you know, my you know, Head cardiology, cardiac, cardiac yeah. system, you know, and I, you have the endocrinologist, but, you know, putting it all together. Um, and Dr. Rinker, it's interesting that you brought up those statistics. You may live just a little bit longer with primary care physician. And I can, I can think to myself, okay, what do I talk to mine about? All right. So I walk in and maybe I'm there for a, a, a foot ache or something. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we address that, but, oh, while I've got you in the room. I'm vitamin D deficient. How much vitamin D do I actually have to take on a daily basis? Uh, Let's have this quick conversation. Can I find it in food? Boom. Just little things like that. But you know me. You've been with me for years. So you're like, Floyd, I know your diet. You're meat and potatoes guy. I want you to add this and just continue on. Boom. Quick little. And we know your family. Yeah. That's the other beautiful thing about family practice is if I know that a virus just went through your family and you're a new mom and you're exhausted. I know how that's going to affect your healthcare because I might've seen your baby mm-hmm. who had an ear infection three weeks before that you're not getting any sleep. And now it's affecting your relationship with your significant other. And this is affecting how you're taking care of your elderly parents. Wow. Yeah. You know, wow. so, so the whole unit you're being supported in that. And, you know, when we talk about our specialist colleagues, it's absolutely a team. And you and I talked about this before. We're kind of the quarterback, right? You can't have a team without all the players. Sometimes you need someone coordinating. Sometimes you need someone who's actually running the play, if you want to use that analogy. And so we couldn't do it without them. I don't think they could do it without us either, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then go in and see that specialist, that cardiologist. I walk in there and I have a conversation with that individual, but... I mean, they know my cardiology mm-hmm. and my cardiovascular system. They're looking at that. Yeah, sure. Maybe they've even seen it before, but that's kind of all they 
really focus on. And, and that's absolutely intentional because absolutely. now we're getting down to the brass tacks of cardiology. A very specialized, uh, you know, because I think everybody, even even some of the old timers out there can remember ear, nose and throat. Boom. We're going to send you to the ear, nose and throat specialist. Right. That was kind of the the only specialist in the in, in medicine in the 1970s and the 80s. That was probably present in just about every community. Yeah. So we all remember going to that. <laughs> anyway. But those are very specialized organs. Yeah. And they take that kind of work. So. With the advances in, in modern medicine and the availability of those specialists, uh, uh, some people may believe that the need for primary care physicians have become limited. But that's almost the exact opposite is true, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, agreed. You're more important yeah. now than you were even back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does personalized health care for all ages mean? And we've seen Sheridan Memorial talk about this in the past. What does it actually mean? Um, I think, you know, it's it's looking at each person. It's individualizing, you know, what are the recommendations and the screening guidelines for this person based off their age, their risk factors, you know, their, their gender, um, and targeting it to what, you know, their, and also their health-specific goals, you know, are they trying to lose weight? Are they trying to get in better shape? Are they trying to get better care of their diabetes? And just, you know, looking at each person based off their age and, you know, the recommendations from all of these societies about what the best screenings are and putting that all together. So, yeah, uh, let's yeah. go back to the football analogy. Mm-hmm. Quarterback got the ball. Mm-hmm. Now you got to know where does that ball go next? Uh, uh Traditionally, primary care includes family practices, caring for all ages, uh, internal medicine, caring for adults only, and pediatrics, caring for children. Sheridan Memorial Hospital is going to focus on family practice. So that's everybody. So when you read, which the thing about a doctor, essentially, you're a scientist and you have to keep up on the most modern advances in just about every field. Is it more of a challenge for you? Because you've got to look at pediatrics. You've got to look at uh, uh, what's the study of older individuals? Is that geriatrics, geriatrics and, and, and everything in between. How busy is your life when it comes to that kind of study? <laughs> I mean, it, it can stay pretty, pretty busy and pretty hectic. And it's, you know, one of the keys of a family practice physician is also recognizing what you don't know and when you yeah. need to send our them to knowing our limitations and knowing when should we send to a pediatrician? When should we send to internal medicine? When should we send to a subspecialist? Um, you know, so it's, that's part of the key is, you know, knowing what we know and knowing when we don't know something. I, I think the phrase, jack of all trades, it's, master of none. Yeah. yeah. It really, it really <laughs> applies yeah. that, you know, we have to know a lot all across the spectrum of age, but if we need to narrow down, that's really when we need our specialty colleagues, right? Is yeah. to say, hey, you have that narrowed, area of knowledge, I can get you there. And then I can ask for their help. And, you know, we can keep working on it that way. But yeah, it would be, I mean, it's impossible because we're from birth to the grave, everything in between every single stage. We are the only medical specialty that really can say that all ages, all comers, we probably know at least a little something to get you where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. There's, there's the quarterback got the ball. All right, they're open. They need this individual. Boom, pass. Exactly. 
when they do that pass and that specialist then brings them in, how involved are you in that process? Do you and the specialist sit down afterwards and go, okay, so I need to know what was wrong with Joey's throat. Um, can you give me details on everything? So the, Because are you the one who's going to tell me the results of these tests that the specialist has taken me through? We spend a lot of our time, really, at the end of the day, is figuring out communication. Is it through our computer system? Is it the patient coming back and reporting to us? And so having a holistic care team involves a lot of communication between different subspecialties. And so, you know, that is our role. We spend a lot of time doing that, coordinating care. If, if a specialist recommends this and you're not able to get back in with them, well, is that how it was supposed to go? Was your outcome supposed to be that way? And if it wasn't, how do we get you back there? Yeah. How do we talk to that specialist and say, mm, looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, but it's not acting like a duck now. What should we do? Yeah. So in a way, you're also my case manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good word. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I look at you and I say, you know, I went there, they gave me an x-ray, uh, but I... That was it. Nobody said anything to me. Help me out. You're the one who's going to help me out, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And especially in Wyoming, you know, a lot of the roads close, for example, like they have all this year. You can't get back up to Billings or Casper or where some of our subspecialists are at, you know. So rural Wyoming has its fragmentation. It has its own challenges for that which, you know, brings a big role to being a rural healthcare provider. It's very different than being in a large urban setting. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You go to a large urban setting, you, and I'm not talking bad on it, but no, you, you might have to just deal with just specialists and, and maybe a nurse who might know you a little bit better than, than anyone else, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, is, do you feel that the primary care family, primary care provider, is is a tradition or maybe a practice that has fallen out of popularity throughout the United States. I think I've asked this uh, once before, but it, kind of in a different context now. I, you know, I think like a lot of things, it's ebbed and flowed. And I think over the last probably five to 10 years is more health maintenance organizations. And we look at the cost of healthcare. Family practice is absolutely coming back in popularity because of how we save healthcare systems cost, how, and I think patients really miss having that relationship with someone that they can go to, even if it's for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. If I walk through that door, at least I can talk to someone about this and get some direction. So I, I do think across the nation, I mean, residency numbers are up for family practice. There's more applicants than there's mm-hmm. ever been. So I think, I think we're, I think we're coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's been a big push the last 10 to 15 years for primary care and improving access for patients. Again, I think there continues to be that issue of continuity um, because of trans transitions in life. But yeah, but I, it, you know, one thing that uh, when I came here, uh, it was, it was me and my daughter and I needed a doctor to help me out. Uh, you know, we're going into certain ages where things are taking place and I needed, you know, some advice from, so I got really lucky and I found this great doctor over in Buffalo and she's been our, our family doctor ever since. And I could throw just about any question at her and she can help me out. And, and 
that is so vital to me, not just as a patient, but as a father. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really had impact where it's like, okay, wow, man, I'm glad I got you. <laughs> you know, I'm glad I got you on that. I got to take another quick commercial break. We're going to have more with Sheridan Memorial Hospital Primary Care and Family Medi- Medical Medicine Physicians when we return. All right, I, I got crazy marbles in my mouth today. This is Public Pulse on 930 KRE, 103.9 FM, Sheridan. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds per random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. Staying on top of your tax and accounting records doesn't have to be a struggle. I'm Patrick Sucher. Parker Mellinger has been providing professional solutions and outstanding value for over 30 years. Whether you're interested in QuickBooks consulting, monthly accounting, payroll preparation, or tax preparation, Parker Mellinger is the solution for your tax and accounting needs. Call us today. Your initial consultation is always free at Harker Mellinger. 1811 South Sheridan Avenue in Sheridan. When the unexpected happens, you may wonder what's next. Champion Funeral Home can help you through this phase of life. They provide support and personal services while helping you create a meaningful tribute to your loved one. Champion Funeral Home has been locally owned and operated since 1911, providing compassion and care to Sheridan and Johnson County. Visit Champion Funeral Home at championfh.com or call 674-6329. Hi, this is Guy Cameron, Compliance Director for Cowboy Skill Games. This April, Cowboy Skill is expanding their Wyoming locations, allowing for additional revenue to help support our local businesses. Cowboy Skill is proud to be a Wyoming-based company and has earned the gold standard of compliance. To find out more about adding the highest earning skill games to your business and keeping our tax dollars in Wyoming, log on to CowboySkillGames.com. That's CowboySkillGames.com. Wrap Plumbing and Heating has been serving Sheridan since 2010. With all these years of experience, you can rely on them to handle all of your plumbing and heating needs. From new construction to remodels, repairs of existing systems to retrofitting, Wrap Plumbing and Heating can do it all. They are professional, clean, and courteous. Call 429-1196 for all your plumbing or heating needs. As we like to say, if you find a leak, let Dan take a peek. Wyoming Corporate Office is the trusted business choice behind thousands of businesses. Whether it's business formation, payroll, corporate paperwork, mail scanning service, or small business phone service, Wyoming Corporate Office powers over 100,000 businesses worldwide and locally. This makes Wyoming Corporate Office the state's largest business-to-business service provider located right here in Sheridan, Wyoming. If you're drowning in corporate paperwork looking for someone with an unmatched experience that cares and wants to be your partner in making your business successful, trust that Wyoming Corporate Office can help you focus on what makes your business tick. Learn more today by visiting wyomingcorporateoffice.com. Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse, proudly brought to you by the 
First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I am speaking with primary care and family medicine doctors, Emily Denny and Dr. Erica Rinker. We talked about some of the differences between some of the medical practices, but how do we all communicate all of that? Uh, We've got uh, advances in technology. Uh, and I'm sure that those play a huge part in the way that we all communicate. Dr. Rinker, you talked a little bit about what if I can't get that individual up to a specialist because the, the roads are closed. Well, that happens quite frequently in our area. It's happened to me more than once this year. Uh, I've had to do this show from my kitchen <laughs> a couple times. But uh, so how do we communicate with other specialists and clinics uh is this primarily like through a network do you prefer face-to-face tossing the you know the x-rays back and forth yes you know we we use the computer system quite a bit more now so we have electronic medical records so that's one way we can share notes a lot of us you know wyoming at the end of the day is a pretty small place and it's a relatively small medical community to other states. So going to similar medical schools, having this shared experience, we all speak the same language, medical terminology, those type of things. So to be able to, for example, call up my general surgery colleagues at Sheridan Memorial Hospital and and be able to talk about a patient over the phone, or even our specialists that are in Casper or other areas You know, a lot of us are part of Whammy, so kind of a shout out to the medical school that I went to, geared at trying to bring people back to rural places. This is why it's hard to recruit physicians and providers to rural areas, because sometimes you do feel isolated. You don't have the same access to specialists or your colleagues in the same community. And so that's something as a profession we struggle with. You know, it leads to a lot of physician and provider burnout, that isolation that can occur. So, you know, really working hard to keep up certain medical societies that help us with our licensure or our specialty, um, but also within a community, being able to talk to your medical colleagues is really important in trying to prevent provider burnout. And we all know how that looks after COVID. Yeah. Perfect example of what happens with isolation When you don't have a family helping you support you, but also professionally, it was an incredibly isolating time for providers. And so we're finding coming out of COVID how much we enjoy being back together. I mean, for example, we had a a bingo night for our medical staff. Um, So our internal med colleagues came up with an excellent idea to do that. And, And so I think we're finding other ways to keep up our communication in our professional life, in our personal lives. Um, and build a really great network for patients, not only in Sheridan, but Northeastern Wyoming. Wow, Doc. You know, that's that's such a fantastic kind of pulling back the curtain in, into your your lives and the struggles that you honestly go through, the burnout. You know, during the COVID-19 pandemic, a lot of us became so wrapped up in various issues having to do with it, right? I really appreciate and honor the medical workers who put themselves out there on that front line. And I'm not blowing smoke. I understand that. Um, Standing there with someone as they pass away, being near someone when they can't get a breath, that is so rough. 
you know that is so much to endure and and then with the relationships on top of it that you've strived so hard to build you know in in too many cases mm-hmm. you are also the last person i'm with mm-hmm. on this planet and and so for that i thank you i'm sure there's a lot of individuals who would thank you as well um uh, I don't have a lot of time left, uh, just a couple minutes. So real quick, I would ask um, Dr. Denny, what would you like the folks at home to know about the primary care practice up there? We've, uh, I'll give you about a minute. Um, I'll just say that you know we look forward to taking care of families. We're always accessible. We're building our practices. Um, look forward to taking care of you know, everyone and their needs and helping them get to the place they need to go um, and helping them achieve those goals that they're trying to get to. You having fun in Sheridan? I've been really enjoying it. It's been a great place for me and my girls. So, What's been your favorite thing about it so far? Um, I really love how everyone's been so welcoming and friendly. It's been really amazing. The community itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's great, isn't it? Oh, it's been awesome. Dr. Rinker, uh, same thing. Uh, anything that you want folks to know about primary care? We have great access. Come see us. Call us the same day. And we really look forward to building relationships with everyone, um, whatever stage of life you're in. Has it been busy? Yes. It has? Yeah. So you've seen a lot of folks coming in. Um, Just a real quick question. Um, People going up to the hospital, maybe they're not used to primary care being where it's at. Are a lot of people getting sent from the hospital down to you, or is this like a personal choice that people have to make? Uh, It's a little of both. You know, as medicine changes and the way we structure where we see patients, um, some patients have been asked to come down to our location because some of the other providers had to take on new job roles and responsibilities. Um, but everyone always has the option. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to make sure that people are going to a place where they can get the best care they need, whether that's an internal med provider or with family practice. So that's kind of an ongoing, evolving thing. Yeah. Doctors, thank you so much for giving me so much time today. And and thank you for everything that you do. And uh, sharing with me and being showing so much candor when it came to like burnout and, and, and the rough part of this job there's a great part and there's a rough part to just about everything thank you for enduring the rough part all right folks you've been listening to public pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM shared First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize this week's winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from Sheridan Media. As part of their community commitment, LifeLink of Sheridan County is receiving these funds her random drawing. Could your organization be next? We're giving $1,000 to a qualified nonprofit organization every week. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC. I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports. Tommy, hi. I'm kind of sad. Snowmobile season is coming to an end, but you know what that means. Say Pat these days? No, I'm talking about spring break for 2024 Ski-Doo and Link Sleds. What's spring break? It's when you can pre-order one 
one of the 2024 models and get an extra year of warranty or $750 worth of parts and accessories for free. I guess it's time to spread the word about spring break. It is. Stop in before March 31st to put your deposit in for your dream machine. Visit Sheridan Power Sports for your spring break needs. You bagged your trophy elk. Now imagine having its ivory handcrafted into the perfect piece of jewelry. At Legacy Diamond and Gems, their in-house jewelers can take your memory of the big hunt and preserve it into fine pieces of jewelry to last generations. Using your imagination, the skilled jewelers at Legacy Diamond and Gems can create something truly exceptional. Visit them at 11 North Main Street or online at LegacyDiamondGems.com. Hurry in now. Delicious McDonald's deals are now more fun, more accessible, and better than ever through the McDonald's mobile app. The app is now the only place you can earn My McDonald's reward points on every McDelivery order. Plus, you can get those free McDonald's rewards you earn delivered, too. Just order, relax, and enjoy. McDonald's will bring your faves to you. Just go to the Google Play or Apple App Store and download the new McDonald's mobile app and start saving. Download it now. McDonald's, Sheridan, Buffalo, and Gillette. A group that's been captivating global audiences since 1973. San Jose Tyco takes the Y.O. Theater stage Tuesday, March 21st at 7 p.m. Inspired by traditional Japanese drumming, company performers express the beauty of human spirit through the voice of the Tyco, creating a vibrant contemporary art form which connects people through cultural understanding and creative expression. Tickets are available now through the Y.O. box office or online at yotheater.com. It's your comfort zone, your place to unwind. So why not have it be exactly how you want it? That's right, it's time to spruce up your home. If you're thinking about countertop remodeling in your kitchen, bar, or bathroom, think ahead and plan now so when you're ready for the big remodel, the big remodel will be ready for you. Sheridan Custom Stone is the most experienced locally owned stone countertop contractor in town, so that means top shelf work and great customer service. Visit Sheridan Custom Stone at 1765 South Sheridan Avenue today to start your dream project. 103.9 FM is News Talk 930, KROE, Sheridan. KROE! 